Okay, welcome to episode four of Beer Side Chats. Tonight, we are going to do our little bit of beer talk, like always. Then we'll get into some segments, or at least one segment. We're going to do Would You Rather tonight. And then our daily, weekly, whatever, Corona update. This time it's on a little bit more personal level instead of talking about, you know, the global view. And then uh, finally, something a little more upbeat, we're in sports are back. So we get to talk about the golf, the match was this past week, and a couple other sports, at least on the horizon. So maybe a little bit of positive news there. But like always, we'll get into our beer talk. And Luke can kick us off there. Well, as everyone knows, or whoever doesn't know, I'm actually on quarantine right now. My motherfucking ass has been exposed to COVID-19. So, I don't have any beer in the house. I well, do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But the majority of the night, I've actually been drinking uh, vodka sodas and vodka mixes, whatever the hell. But I do have one beer that is one of my most cherished beers. And it's a uh, it's a raised gingerbread. And we're naming that tonight. Well... well are we naming that tonight? I don't know. We kind of got to get some, uh, uh, shit, I can't think of the phrase. Wherever you get, like, uh, voting, people, like, put it to the public to name it. I don't, I, uh, whatever. We got to come up with an idea for what to call it. But, yeah, we, Trevor had the idea to name this beer in honor of Ray because this was Ray's favorite beer. So it's something to do with Ray's gingerbread. We can find a way to rhyme that or get some alliteration. That's usually our style. Yeah, so backstory, <clears throat> basically, uh, me and Greg brewed this beer about, what, like two winters ago? It was like back in November or October, like two years ago, pretty much? That exact batch? Yeah, that was uh, like, yeah, October of 18, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So the first batch, we, uh, you know, we, we brewed and fermented and kegged, and <clears throat> we had it, you know, ready to go for like a Christmas party that Greg had at his house. Uh, that like December, it was like early December of like what was it, 2018? Yeah, mm -hmm. 2018. Yeah, so we, we brewed that up and we had a, like a big Christmas party. We did like you know, uh, you know, exchange of gifts and everything like that. We did Bad Santa, uh, it was a hell of a time. Our buddy Ray came over, Ray Leaf, and uh, he fucking loved the shit. He drank about like he drank half the keg, the damn thing. Yep, he took some to go home in like a damn, it was like a two-quart pitcher or something with didn't even have a top on it. He just filled that bitch up and took it in the car. He wasn't driving, obviously, but he yeah, just he took his to. pitcher to go. He just kept filling it up for him. Like, yeah, it was, cute. it was like bottomless bottomless pints for Ray. Yep. So he loved it. Uh, that was the first keg. It was a 10-gallon batch. We split it into two five-gallon kegs. So that was the first keg. And then... After that, uh, we just kind of, I don't know, stopped focusing on homebrewing for a while. And they just the other five gallons sat in a fermenter in a temperature-controlled environment in my basement. For like a year and a half. It was yeah. literally like a year and a half. The, uh, the first keg was caked within like that month because, you know, Ray and us drank it all. So the second batch, literally, we didn't do anything with it for like two years. And then... Uh, <clears throat> One day we just decided to keg it, just for the hell of it. Or yeah, it was... this past winter, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was this past winter we decided to actually keg it. But anyway, in the meantime, 
right I was gonna say, we, after we kegged it, then that's where we took that out for to give some samples out too, which might have landed us our gig. Well, that's true too. Mm-hmm. We we pulled a couple pints from it, took it to our local uh, uh, brewery just right down the road. It's a farm brewery, and uh, you know gave it to the owner, and he loved it. He tried to. He, he he gave. He poured himself a pint. And he gave himself. He gave uh, his uh, local patrons a couple pints, and they loved it. They thought it was the greatest shit since you know, since the Bible. <laughs> it was pretty good shit, though. It wasn't yeah. that? Maybe just a little bit better than the masseuse, but. But, yeah, so it's overall been a fantastic batch, and we will have to brew it again this coming uh, winter season because we specialize in some of these spiced beers anyway. And whenever we bring it back and maybe bring this recipe and actually sell it to some people through that brewery, then uh, we'll, we'll have to give it a name to honor our, our friend Ray. Yeah, are we going to talk about while we're honoring Ray? Well, I, I, with our, our current listeners, most people probably know, but unfortunately, Ray passed away this past year in the fall, and I just think it would be a good good gesture to honor him by naming that beer after him, because I don't know, you know, he, he sure seemed to like it. I'm not going to say it's his favorite beer, because that man loved himself some Bud Lights, too, but <laughs> he, he liked, seemed to like oh, that. What did he like? He liked that damn whiskey drink, too. Maker's Mark? Yeah, he liked Maker's Mark with the, like, the, uh, the damn, uh, oh, fucking, I can't remember the name of it. I'll come back to that. But he did like this beer. He did like a lot of other beers. But drunk, he liked this beer. <laughs> yep. So, that, that, but that's what Luke's drinking tonight was. Uh, old that's what he liked. He liked, he loved old fashions. Oh, that's right, yep. Yeah, yeah he, we were at a casino one time. He's like, he's like, you don't know how to, do you know how to make an old fashioned? And the bartender's like, yes, this is really my job. I know how to make an old fashioned. Yeah, it's and, not that complicated. And he's like, yeah, that's a good old fashioned. <laughs> but I, I also remember somebody else I know that asked a bartender if they knew how to make an Irish breakfast, and then repeatedly asked the same question. And even when the bartender assured them that they knew how to make it, they still doubted them. Like, no, I don't think you really know how to make it. I wonder who that was. Well, I don't know. I just, it's such a foreign topic, putting bacon in any kind of alcohol. But I'll tell you what, an Irish breakfast is a very good shot to take. I recommend that. So you wouldn't be offended if one of your patients was like, hey, do you know how to do an IV? (laughs) Are, Are you sure? Are you sure you know how to do an IV? Well... I have had that many times, and half the time I say, well, I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> so, or, or, I don't know, I'm, I should probably Google it before, but... <laughs> Always a good answer. Yeah, and usually a pretty good outcome after I fail miserably at an IV, because I do suck at IVs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mean to call you out on that. Well, thanks but- for not. Uh, I guess uh, my my beer of choice probably doesn't have nearly as much backstory, but I'm drinking some some Stella, some Stella Artois. Done a, a good price this week at my store, so I grabbed a 12 pack. I'm working my way through that tonight. And 
How far along are you? Uh, looks like I'm about halfway. So I will absolutely pass out from tiredness more than alcohol before I finish it. Halfway through a six pack is tough. Whoa! I said twelve pack there, homeboy. I don't know who buys their alcohol in six packs. All country songs. Yeah. Gotta split a six pack with their, their date down by the river. Just open a new one for the record. I did uh, have a nice, like, reminiscent conversation with this other store manager today where he's a little bit, a couple years older than me, but we were just talking about how we can't drink like we used to. And, like, oh, back in the day for football games, we used to get up early in the morning and drink all day, like, and then wake up the next day and do it again, no problem. Can't do that shit anymore. You don't think you can do that shit anymore? I definitely can do that shit some more. I think we proved, like, three weeks ago that we can't do that shit anymore. Oh, no, but seriously... If you if you weren't at your you know at Rob's house in Centerville, getting ready for a Redskins game, we definitely get up early, we make the trek over to Landover Mailin, and we just like start tailgating early in the morning, like nine o'clock. We used to get there at nine o'clock. We could probably still do that. You don't think well, so? I'm not saying I wouldn't drink some beers at nine o'clock, but I'm saying by the time like four p.m. runs around, I'm just gonna be pass out and like need a nap. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, let's go to B-dubs afterwards and keep drinking or something. Oh, that's what okay. you would do when you were, like, 22. See, my 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 uh, my ideal situation is we get up early, start drinking, and then we're in bed by, like, 4 o'clock. That's what I'm saying. That's because we're old. Yeah. The point was, when you're young, you would come home, and then, like, you would do, like, round two or round three. But you know that's not possible when you act in real life. That's not possible because even if you're 30 years old, when you get done with that game, you you want to keep drinking because you're gonna feel like shit if you don't if you stop. Well, not if you pass out. Well, but you're not gonna pass out at that time. That's the problem. You're at that you're at that weird age where you're 30 years old, so you still think you can go. But then also you're like, well, if I stop now, I'm just gonna feel like shit for four hours, and then I'm gonna pass out. So might as well just keep drinking, and then I'll pass out. And nine. What if you have a big bowl of chili, though? <laughs> well, and then you just stop drinking completely. It's what Pat said. He has to just drink, like, a bottle of water in between, like, at least every other beer. Well, Jill tipped me off to that, like, two or three years ago, and I just started doing it more and more. Just because when I was, again, when I was, like, 25 and younger, I just never would touch water until the very end of the night, maybe. But uh, yeah, I'll drink 12 beers and not have a sip of water. But yeah, certainly try to uh, throw water every in every now and then. A splash of water. <laughs> yeah. A little trickle. Uh, but yeah, can't can't quite do it like we used to. You'll you'll see. <laughs> you got two beers. Uh, yeah. What uh? What are the ladies drinking tonight? Wine. Yeah, wrong podcast. Wine, <laughs> Michaela. My wine is a 2017. Cat- oh, now you're getting too fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Cat- from when we were in Savannah, Georgia, when we did our wine tasting. Literally, one of the last we 
have two bottles of wine left in the house. Um, and that's what I decided to open. And even though I cannot taste it, it tastes like it should be a very good red wine. Like I can tell it's smooth and but I can't taste it. So I can't you're getting way too technical on this one. I'm over here drinking a, red, a sweet red from Walmart that costs $12, okay? <laughs> but let's talk about your um, CVS discounted wine. I'm sure you finished all that already. Oh, yeah, that's been See? That was like six bottles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two of those bottles were kicked in like a night. Oh, jeez. And they give me... That was like those bottles gave me Worst like first hangovers. I got yeah. yep, trash yep. wine. Yep, damn cheap wine. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, you know, I told her to stop. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade paying like what was it like three dollars a bottle? Yeah, I mean, I have some good wine out there, but tonight I'm sticking with the. It's a sweet red. It was. What's your? It's a cheapo. It's like your favorite right now too. Yeah, it is pretty good. I really like it. I mean, it's like twelve bucks. It's not like it's a three dollar yeah, bottle. Yeah, but I mean, I got some good, good vineyard um, wines out there that you know they're roughly twenty to thirty dollars a bottle. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to make an alcohol run for you guys and drop it off at your doorstep. Yeah. Gosh, please, I was gonna, I was gonna text Bree. I'm like, maybe Bree would do that for us. I still have five days, so I'm gonna need something. I really want to know what our, uh, our, you know, head manager thinks of tonight's brew, because he was he was introducing no he was introducing like two new two new brews that we had brewed. Oh shit, that's right. They were gonna put on the Blue Moon and the uh, the the regular blonde. Yeah. That's so true. That way. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Maybe I'll brew tomorrow if I'm feeling ambitious, but maybe I'll run out there either way and talk to him and grab a beer to drink or something. Yeah. If you do that, you should uh, you should grab like two like some of our uh, growlers from our porch and refill. Yeah. Disinfect them. Yeah. Yeah. Are we burying the lead here? Should we just jump into the elephant in the room? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. That you can't leave your house. <laughs> Why can't you leave your house? What's going on? We are quarantined officially. Uh, you tell a story. <laughs> you tell a story. <laughs> the Gingrich COVID nineteen scare. <laughs> uh well, so I lost my sense of smell and taste which is one of the symptoms of the coronavirus. Uh, honestly, didn't think a whole lot of it at first. And then like it kind of lasted a day or two. And I was like, oh, well, shit, that's a, that's a symptom. And so I like texted my manager and she was like, well, I mean, that's a symptom. Like you should probably, like we should probably get you tested. Because um, I currently work on, well, in both of the uh, COVID ICU units. And so on Monday or Tuesday, I forget, uh, I got tested, which 
that motherfucking swab was the worst thing ever. It hurt <laughs> and burned so bad. Yep. I had like tears down my face once I was done. Like, I don't wish that one like my worst. It was like they're poking your brain cells. Yeah, it was like, brain. it is awful. I was like, yeah. I to patients and I'm like oh, I'm so sorry it's just gonna be a little swap but no it is not a little swap it hurts so bad um done that to people yeah and what'd you say <laughs> oh it's just gonna be a little what you say? pressure yeah what'd you say <laughs> it's gonna be a little that's all you said to them before yeah, they yeah. actually yeah Holy shit. Yeah. Michaela. Um, I could go into more detail about the one, but y'all don't care. I definitely care. <laughs> Tell me about that one detail. No, because it's... No, talk. Because <laughs> that like, fucking like, shit hurt. No. And I want to hear every single detail. That sucked. No. I got it, too. Well, no, the lady came up because her heart rate was dropping into, like, the 30s anyway. Basically, she had an art, a heart issue. She needed a pacemaker. But when I was doing the swab, she basically had a, I don't know how long the pause was, but basically she had all her heart stops. And people were like outside my room and they're like, are you good? And her heart rate was like in the 20s and they threw medicine at me through the door to give to her but she, I mean, she was good and i was like oh well maybe i shouldn't be giving you that but that's why lost your heart rate yeah, i did not kill someone i would never do that but you might that's i mean that's what would do it to you honestly but anyway long story short after what felt like forever, I got the phone call saying I was positive for COVID-19. So she is positive? I upped the Shenandoah County number by one. And the state number, too, by one. And Luke had to get tested because I'm positive. But he has not had any symptoms. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what his results are, whether he... What are you gonna do if he's negative? Are you gonna live separately in the house? Apparently not. So no. like, at this point, it's like, does it even? I mean, they tell you like, as soon as you're po like positive, they're like, you need to like stay in separate rooms of your partner and stay. They were like saying, mm -hmm. stay with your animals, like your yeah. dog. I saw that. And I'm like, I've been around all three of the people, like the two dogs and Luke, like. This whole time, like yeah. I feel like point. It's like, yeah, does it really matter? But then I guess in a way it does. So anyway, we haven't really, we have not quarantined between each other. But yeah. tomorrow we'll find out his results. But then, like the weird thing that we're saying is like, if he's negative, is he going to be able to go back to work, like before me? Yeah, probably not. Well, that's the thing I don't understand, because then he just, like, he's still constantly exposed to a positive person, like. Yeah. Yeah. So you could literally be, like, every time you get, become positive, you have to quarantine for 14 days. But they, like, 
<clears throat> but they've like uh, loosened the restrictions since then. Yeah, my sister works in healthcare, and she said that people got tested positive. They were supposed to stay home, and then like get retested twice with two negatives before they oh. could even come back to work, or I don't know, or something like that. Before they come back to work. So if you have to do that shit two more times, no. I had to do that myself and it sucked. It was not fun. You had to do it your two yourself? No, I had to do it. No. Get it done. And not that. Yeah. Uh, I had to do it too. Where at? Uh, my doctor's office. Well, they didn't, they, I didn't, wasn't in the building. They'd come out to my car and these people were in full on head to toe, like booties, pants, a dress, a mask, yeah. a hair thing. And they, like, come out, and she's, like, lean back. So I'm in the seat, and I'm leaning back. And she's, like, look straight ahead. And she goes, stick one up my nose. She's, like, oh, it's going to it's gonna burn a little. It's going to be a little uncomfortable. And if you start to feel like you're going to sneeze, look the other way. And I'm, like, okay. And, you know, I was, like, I'm pretty strong, you know. I'm not going to be that big of a sissy. But it literally felt like she was stabbing me in the brain because it was so far up my nose. And then I was, like, she and she was up there for forever. Yeah, and I was like, when is she gonna pull this thing out of my fucking nose? <laughs> so then she goes to the next one. Yep. And it was just as bad. And yeah, this one's worse. I felt the burn for like a good probably two or three minutes. And then after, you know, like ten minutes, I was fine. I mean, it, my nose did feel weird, but like, I mean, it, it definitely did hurt, but did you blow your nose after? No. Oh, I blew my nose like after I got home because I felt like I needed to, and it was like straight blood. Well, that's what I was kind of feeling like I was going to, like, I felt like maybe it was running a little bit when I was on my way home, but then I thought, like, oh, oh man, I'm about to get, like, a nosebleed or something, but no, I was, like, fine on the way home. Yeah, it was, I don't know, that was the worst thing ever, and we don't have to get, like, before we go back to work, it's not like we get tested again, it's just, um, let's just say the hospital I work for, good, but... The hospital corporation we work for is only having us quarantine. They say employee health is like 10 days, mm -hmm. not like the Virginia Department of Health or CDC, or even we tell our patients, we say 14 days. Employee health says, oh, 10 days, you can come back to work. So super yeah. weird. Um, so I guess after 10 days, well, it'll really be. Well, by the time I go back, but like, I'll be going back to work, and you have no idea, like, if you're still positive or not. So it it, it is very strange. Yeah, um, it, this is all just very confusing. But I mean, what do you do? I'm just gonna be super, like, I mean, not that I obviously wasn't before, but uh, one of the girls texted me from work and was like, there was a girl who was positive and who had come back to work. And uh, the one one coworker was like, "This girl didn't wear her like didn't wear her like surgical mask all night." And she was like, "I was getting so pissed." And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna be that person. Obviously, I'm gonna be super protective around you guys because you just don't know. Like, I don't want to like, like put you guys at harm. Like, I, I don't know. Like, be more for it that way. I don't know. And I'm probably gonna take a." change of clothes to work now and change after my shift which I wasn't before because I didn't I would like didn't see that much of a point but I may be a little bit more 
cautious that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just started wearing a mask. I wasn't wearing a mask for the longest time yeah. at work or in public. And, like, I was out shopping today, so I was wearing a mask. And then at work, you were second job, I was never wearing a mask. But now we're required to wear a mask. So I'm like, okay, well, now it's, like, all not as a extreme as it was. And I'm, now I'm starting to wear a mask. Kind of just sounds silly, but oh, well. I mean. Well, I have, like, a state just now enacting yeah. the, the rule that everyone had to mm-hmm. now that we're this far into this shit yeah yeah i feel like if it would have been mandated prior to this a lot of things probably would have it would have been lessened but then again like that you just don't know like i mean that's just my opinion but well the, the people on facebook know though <laughs> yeah, they know everything. The doctors, yep, freaking infectious disease uh, experts. Every last one of them. Yeah, but is your uh, is your relationship gonna survive a quarantine? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, ours. Yep. Is yours? No. There's no. They're not quarantining. They don't. They don't have to. No, but, like, how do you think, uh, I mean, we might have touched on this before, but it's still, like, I, it, I don't know, I say it's, like, on the lighter side of it, but it's it's almost, like, humorous when you think about it, is it's everyone, it's gonna be, like, one extreme or the other for everyone. It's, like, the freaking married couples are gonna get divorced, and, like, people that are, like, newly-ish couples are gonna be, like, freaking getting pregnant and everything. It's gonna be horrible. Well, no pregnancy here. There's that. Yet. But my quarantine is up five for uh, five days, so I think I'm good. And our next segment is going to be Would You Rather. So, Michaela, would you like to start this one? Oh, sure. So, my Would You Rather is Would You Rather Be Able to Freeze Time or traveling time. Greg? Um, so let's see. Travel traveling time. Because I feel like freeze time you could use in a very specific manner to maybe do some weird shit. You could freaking um I don't know. You know, you could freeze time and take advantage of some moments and probably commit some crimes or something if you wanted to do that. But like to be able to travel time that would be pretty cool put yourself anywhere and really experience some cool shit so i would say travel oh absolutely i'd freeze time you'd freeze freeze time yeah what are you gonna do loot a target (laughs) to do exactly the same stuff you said you wouldn't do yeah fuck it all right alicia what do you think i'm gonna go with your uh, choice, just because I mean, I don't want to go doing going around doing weird shit. I mean, well, I mean, you could be used for some good stuff I too. Mean, I would yeah, just use an example. I don't know. I would rather done. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't know. Just like a basic answer, same as you. I'm not going to be repetitive. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so do I read next now? Yeah, go. Ahead. All right. 
So mine is, would you rather for, you had to sign like a contract, so I mean, for your career. So for the next 10 years, you have two career choices. You can be a McDonald's cashier and make a hundred grand a year or be a major league baseball player, but you only make 35,000 a year. Luke? Um, I'd definitely become a MLB player. For 35K? You know how much push you get for that? Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with him too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the baseball player. Professional athlete for yeah, lower salary. But you're not good either. Or like you're average. You said, no, 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 you didn't say that. You didn't but, specify that. So, oh, but your take home salary is thirty five thousand, yeah. so you can't go get a bunch of sponsorships and shit. Yeah, but you're still a famous in some that's way. A, that's fine. You probably could yeah. still get Greg, no sponsorships no. though. Huh? Do I make the league minimum? No. It's an unusual scenario. 35000 no sponsorships. Ah. But I do nothing. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's a good gig, but you're just financially, you're kind of not in a good place. Yeah, well, you don't yeah. have to get into a sponsorship. Still, I'll, I mean, if you're a celebrity of some sort, baseball player, then you're going to... What, you can do sign autographs for $10 a pop? No, but like... You're, but you're do you get fired because... You cut uh, lines in certain places and get special privileges and... Okay, okay. Get sent free shit and go on free trips or something. You would get a lot of travel experiences, yeah. As a minor league baseball player? No, I said major league, but... Uh, okay, major league. Yeah. Do you see all uh, the minor league okay You get to live a somewhat lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Michaela, what do you think? Uh, so I'm actually going to take the McDonald's position because that's a whole lot less effort. I don't have to go to practices. I don't have to go out there in 90 degree weather and sweat my ass off. No, I'm going to be a McDonald's cashier, taking orders and making a hundred grand a year and take that money and travel, meet the right people. How many months does a damn baseball player work for? Well, baseball was a good example because it's like a 10-month-a-year job. Is it really? Yeah, it's not okay, like football. Well, I don't know anything about sports. I take my answer back. It's not like football where you get half the year yeah. off or, like, you know, practice. Baseball is long as shit. Okay, well, you can't Well, Greg, I'm going to, like, little cities where they never even heard of, like, different people. I'm going to, like, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota. And, uh... And Anheuser, Nebraska. They've never they've never even seen a professional athlete before. What? I, what's what? your point? All the girls are just like falling in your hands. They say, <laughs> Oh, you 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 do something? Like, oh shit, man, you're the backup catcher that's hitting two oh five this year? Yeah, they're like, What? You're you're in what kind of league? A minor league? And then they'll be like, Hey, can you buy me a drink? And you're like, Nope, I can't. Yeah, you yeah. can't afford it. Say, so I'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> That's the best life to live. All right. All right, all right. Oh. Alicia's up next. Oh, I'm up next. Would you rather, this kind of revolves around you and Michaela, same kind of similar type of question. Would you rather win the lottery or live twice as long? 
I almost need more information because, like, are you going to live twice as long and you're going to be elderly for the second half of your life, like, the entire time? Because that would suck. Okay, well, if you win the lottery and money was no object or live twice as long, you just, like, like how you are now. Well, if I could maintain my youth for the whole time. Yeah, so, so you're not going to age as fast. Or, oh, I see what you're saying. You're not so gonna like, be get young to old uh, and then young to old again. Yeah, your 20s would last twice as long. Your 30s would last twice as long. Uh, I would do that. I would do that because I would invest my money and I would have so long. The time effect of money what, would earn me a lot. Yeah, but what if you didn't know you're actually living twice as long? That's just the way that life is, like mm. it is now. Oh, that's true too. I would feel like I would want to win the lottery so I can go do so I can actually go live my life like you know I mean yeah it's probably gonna go by really fast but I mean you're gonna be able to live like an awesome life money is no limit so it's all about money for you huh yeah I love money you're also not supposed to answer your own would you rather okay well my bad <laughs> Gingriches. I'm living longer oh really all right thank you yeah. Huh. That's not like. Longer. Oh, that's interesting. What about you, Michaela? Where's that line at? No, you can't. It's done. Okay. <laughs> There's no more. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Because, yeah, if it's like. It's not about, like. When you're going to end your life. But I don't know. Oh. I feel like I would almost want to win the lottery and just live every day like it's my last. Yeah, exactly. So, like, do whatever the fuck I want and just travel and do whatever and not have to worry. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. That's how I, I think in that question. Well, you can do that right now. Just take out a shit ton of personal loans in your name and then live every day like it's your last. Yeah, but I'm... Uh, but in reality... This is a would-you-rather. In reality, I know I'm probably going to live a while, so that would be a very bad financial decision. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's it's, it's possible. No. Luke? Plausible. Yeah. Luke, what's your would-you-rather? Oh, what's my would-you-rather? Yeah. Well, y'all. Right here. That one. All right. So... Would you rather have unlimited Xbox games or access to unlimited internet porn? <laughs> I'll take the porn. <laughs> I mean, don't we already have access to unlimited internet porn? Have you ever been on the internet? <laughs> it's one of Maybe the good, good quality porn. There you go. You have to pay for, but now it's free. Quantity over quality is what I always say. Quality, baby. Quality. Xbox games. Well, I have no interest in video games. What about you, Luke? What's your answer to this? Porn. Yeah, he's going to... Porn? Yeah, absolutely. I just, I don't get it. You already have access to unlimited... Internet yeah, you actually enjoy video games. No, I'm saying it. You don't get it. No, you, you think it. the video games, you'd have both. Yeah. No, but you you have access to one or the other. Oh, okay. Well, 
I mean, that's not what you said, but. I'm saying. Oh, I'm going to really incriminate myself right now. It's going to sound so bad. Sam, listen yeah. to this. You go to Pornhub.com. You're not going to get quality stuff on your first searches. You really have to dig for the quality. Mm. And half the fun. Nah, I don't know. It just takes a lot of time and aggravating time when you're to the good stuff. Really just want to you know, four or five videos to get to one really good one. I don't just not what the first like five things pop up. You scroll through pages one, two, and three, and then you might find something. Like go, I don't know. Like, and if it's if, if you get everything for free, like that's a thing. Like that's the bet. Like then you don't have to worry about it. If it's free, a lot of them are like, oh, watch these first five minutes from Pornhub. But then if you had it for free, then you could watch the full like thirty minutes. How much how much money are you spending on porn per year that you are really excited about free <laughs> porn? Like that it's gonna oh, impact your life. Nitty, that's the thing. If it was free, if it's like, oh, would you rather have free rent or free porn? You're like, well, it's a toss up. I spend about the same on both. <laughs> What's your choice? Can't decide. No, that's your choice. I already said I said I'd take the Xbox uh, because I I feel like the internet already grants you access to unlimited porn. I'm gonna not for Miguel. Also, I don't play Xbox games, so I don't either. So I'm gonna pick the porn. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, would you rather? But it got us talking, so. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it still covered. It fit all four of us. Tonight we have our first ever sponsor on Beerside Chats, Anchor. Anchor, I hardly know her. Well, Anchor is a great podcast platform, and they are, like I said, our first sponsor, so we definitely thank them for helping us get off the ground a little bit here, and I would highly recommend them for anyone trying to get in the podcasting game. We can give, uh, we can give you some other advice if you're really trying to make it big time like us, but the first key that, I mean, the, the, the first step to anyone starting out would be to find a great host platform like Anchor. So, everyone, use Anchor. Anchor, I hardly know her. Well. So then the, the other uh, major event that we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, was uh, the golf match this past week uh, called the Match 2.0 or the Match 2. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah, the Match 2 or something like that. Yeah. Our, our, our boy Tiger, I don't know, and Phil. Phil? And Phil was actually really entertaining. So Phil Mickelson, Tiger, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning for raised $20 million for coronavirus relief and played a very lengthy round of golf with some somewhat weird rules for, uh, for that- some, but it's a good time. Yeah. And um, I'd say the biggest takeaway was it's nice to like watch someone else struggle on a golf course. Like some of those Tom Brady tee shots. I'm like, yep. Hey, I've been there, brother. I've been there. Like freaking teeing off and hitting it directly into the water two different times, I think. Yeah. The best thing was to see literally a professional athlete hit into the water and 
feel so goddamn shitty about it. Yep. And he, you could tell he was getting pissed off, too. Like He was so pissed. Yep. He hated it. But um, also, he freaking rallied and hit the best shot of the day. Yeah, that was sweet. Did you uh, did you fall asleep during like the back nine at all? Or did you stay awake for the entire? No, I was awake. I I was a little distracted doing some other shit, but I stayed awake. Yeah, I fell asleep Blue during fell asleep. the back nine. I woke the up full. at like the seventeenth hole, and I was like, I was like, what's happening? Well, no. Typical old man falling asleep watching golf on a Sunday afternoon. Pretty much. But not even no. It was you woke. You woke up before then because we did the pot, we did a face pot with your parents. Like, with the, your it was parents. after. Really? No, we were watching it. Yeah, it was after. Either way, I'm not like a huge golf person, don't know much. Only been golfing like once with you guys, like an actual like golf course. But it was pretty entertaining. I enjoyed it. That first like tee off. None of them did great, and it was hilarious, but I don't know. I feel like Phil did a good job of, like, coaching. Yeah. Rather definitely than, more interesting parts. Like, saying, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. I don't know. He did better at that. It was entertaining to watch. I liked it. Yeah, Tiger didn't do a whole lot of instructing, but Phil did, and it was funny because, like, I mean, he, he will, like, he has, like, instructional videos on YouTube, so he's done it before. But yeah. he was, like, freaking telling Brady exactly what to do. He's like, oh, you got to look at the direction of the rough, and, like, you got to, you know, counteract that with your swing and take a little half swing here. And, like, it was interesting to actually watch that. Like, I don't know. The whole thing was, it was, like, lengthy and slow, but it was it was interesting parts like that and to hear them talk a little shit to each other. But, I mean, it was, it was good. It was definitely good to just have live sports back. That's for sure. Yeah. But, um... I think all sports should be, like, mic'd up. Now. That, that, that's been one of the big debates, but it's, it, you would have to be, I don't know, you can just, you could already see some of the pros and cons. Like, you know, obviously it's cool to hear, like, Phil coaching, and it's funny to hear Brady talk shit to Charles Barkley, but, like, it was raining and their mics went out. Or, like, they asked Tiger a question and he just awkwardly didn't answer, and then you have to cut to something else. And, like, um... You know, they're probably not being quite as genuine as they would be if they weren't mic'd up, which probably doesn't really matter for golf. But, like, if you start talking about, like, the NBA, like, you know, if, if James Harden, like, drives to the basket and gets fouled and he doesn't have a mic on him, he's going to be, like, I don't know. He's just going to be, like, cussing at guys and, like, you know, talking shit, where if he's wearing a mic, he might be like, oh, man, that's some bullshit. And whereas normally he'd be like, fuck you guys. Like, come on. You know me. Yeah, but fuck that shit, like. Well, like, just give us some, give us some reality. I know, but it's not going to be true reality because they're going to change their own behavior because of they know they're mic'd up. And also, can you imagine? Like, I don't. I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but like to have mics, you have to have. I'm sure it's not like a light box on you. Yeah, they were. You know, Tiger was wearing like the damn little thing on his belt, like the box on his belt. Thing like up and down a court or NBA, like that's just not plausible. It would be great, it would be awesome, but like, I mean, I guess in a, like NFL they have it in their helmets, but like yeah, NBA and like 
in like baseball. I don't know how plausible that is, but it was, I mean, it, it was great football. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But I think the part of the, the theory is for like NBA is because there's no crowd noise, maybe you just put a couple of like, you know, parabolic microphones on the sideline, it would pick up their chatter anyway. Because there yeah. won't be any other noise. No, but it, that's like so much better for the fan. Well, would you uh, would you rather hear like the empty stadium with the players talking, or do you want to hear like the um, the fake crowd noise? Have you heard that? Yeah, I want to hear the the uh, I want to hear like the players talk. I guess it'd be like I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of awkward silences and a lot of damn like sneakers. On the Kidding. squeaking on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like that's realistic though. You you rather hear some fake noise? I mean, it would it sound more normal. Yeah. Well, it's, but uh, that that's normal is just what you've been uh, accustomed to. Yeah. So like so weird if they do bring sports back and there's no spectators. That's what they're saying. Like, some people are going to be like, oh, like, what's the point? Like, well, I'd still rather watch it on TV than not have it at all, but it is going to be very strange to look at. But even for them, I mean, granted, it's still yeah. like there's still like the rivalry between the teams, but they feed off that energy. I mean, I know yep. all of us, um, I, I think all of us, um, but Alicia, did you play sports in high school? Um, just cost country. I was terrible at it. Okay. Well, either way, you you played a sport. You fed off the energy of the crowd. Um, you know, cross country crowd. But well, you got people waiting for you at the finish line. You yeah. you you react a little differently. Exactly. You you reacted off that. You fed off the energy of the crowd. Like I feel, I don't know. I feel like they're not gonna be as in it that makes sense as they would normally it's like oh you're almost in practice i don't know you know like you go like one-on-one -on -one in practice like you know half the team goes out in the outfield the other parts in the infield, and you're like or no i mean you're right because even the, the yeah. athletes have come out and said that it's weird i don't know like i, I don't feel like they would be as in it as if they had, like, the energy. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Like they, like I said, some of the guys were already, like, like, when they first talked about it, I think even LeBron came out and was like, oh, I'm not playing without fans. That's what we do it for. And then I think the league was like, look, man, these are different times. We're going to have to, you know, open our minds to these possibilities of different things but because it is gonna be different like you know they're used to guys cheering them on or even booing them so people get motivated by that but um it'll be different but like i said i'd rather have it with no fans and no sports at all exactly i can't wait to see a fucking football field with no goddamn fans at all i guess <laughs> The whole point, like when someone's like kicking a field goal or like going, oh. like yelling to distract them, and like, but that's a whole different thing, then that's a whole different way to bet. Yeah, well, they did UFC without fans recently, I think they did NASCAR, um, they did golf, obviously, 
then that like the German soccer. That's where they like pumped in the fake crowd noise, and people <laughs> actually liked it. That was one thing I was gonna say. If they really wanted to be technical, would it be interesting or fun also to adding into a betting aspect that like you have you you obviously know your two teams are playing and then the more the more like one side like a, a viewing aspect on the TV, the louder it would get in the stadium that they would know if like if, if like you know this many people are viewing that's how loud it is in the stadium and then if like if you bet like you're like oh this person's kicking a field goal you can bet or you know put money to like raise the noise in the stadium i don't know something like that well they actually did talk about that because they're like well how do you account for like home field advantage without fans and they said it's like well put it to the damn the fans on like Twitter. So whatever team like account is getting more interaction during the game, you'll raise the noise like to account for it that way. So, I mean, you're exactly right. Like they, they could do something like that, but I mean, people are gonna have to get creative because shit's going to be different now, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it's, I'm kind of just going to wait and see what happens and I'll, I'll take what I can get. I think, the hockey canceled the rest of the regular season, but they're going to try to have playoffs. NBA looks like it might be the same. Baseball can't get on the same page between the damn billionaire owners and the millionaire players. So I don't know. All right, everybody, like and subscribe. See you next time on Beerside Chats. Maybe uh-huh. Luke will not have quite so much beer next time. We'll see. Or stick to beer. Don't do the damn vodka sodas. Yeah. Either one. We'll see what happens.